Horowitz, host for UC Davis Department of Internal Medicine Story Slam. These are recordings that were made at events for the Internal Medicine Residency and the faculty in the Department of Internal Medicine. I hope you enjoy this story. This is told by Dr. Sonia Jasuja, who was an R2 at the time of its recording in May of 2016. Have a great day and enjoy the podcast. Hello. For those of you I don't know, I'm Sonia. I'm a second-year resident, um, and this is my story. So in medical school, I hated bedside procedures. Most of the time, I would watch as residents would try and try and try to get these procedures done, and all I could think about was how uncomfortable my patients looked and how much pain that they were in. And then it came time when I was a third-year med student that my my surgery resident actually let me try to do a subclavian line. And unlike maybe most third-year med students, I was really not looking forward to it because I was so afraid of how much pain and discomfort I was going to cause for my patient. So as I progressed in my training and began intern year, I changed mindsets. I started to think about procedures as more of a necessity to take care of my patients. And the idea of the pain that was caused was eventually less of a concern. My primary goal was to deliver excellent care to my patients, and sometimes that involves some poking and prodding. So I came to love the art of and the routine and the skill that comes with doing procedures eventually later on in my intern year. And by March, I'd actually been signed off and was feeling confident enough to start to do these procedures by myself. Um, that confidence had also started to transcend the other parts of my career, and I finally felt like I was starting to get the hang of things. So around that time, um, I was on the Hemonc service, and I was taking care of a patient who had come in with increasing shortness of breath, was found to have a large left-sided pleural effusion that was refractory to thoracentesis, and so the decision was made to place a pigtail catheter. And... Um, since I'm a lung bud, as Dr. Louie calls us, um, I was super excited about placing the catheter. And luckily, the fellow who was on service, it was Lamb, she knew that I had an interest in pulmonary critical care, and she offered the procedure to me. So I started watching the videos. I was, like, watching it repeatedly, like, taking myself through the steps, just thinking I didn't want the patient to know that I had never done this before. Um, and when it came time for the procedure, I felt ready. And the patient was ready, too. He was um, comfortable. He didn't seem afraid. He was very at ease. His wife was standing next to him, and she was standing on his right side. And we were going to take a left-sided approach, so I was standing on the left. So we paused for a timeout, donned our sterile equipment, got started, and after sterilizing the skin, Lamb handed me a syringe to anesthetize the area. But I looked down, and it was filled with, like, it looked like it was filled with air and just a small amount of fluid, so I accidentally pushed down on the syringe, and it was in front of me just like this. And then this perfect arc of clear fluid just flew straight across the patient and right into the face of my patient's wife. <laughs> I was mortified. And then I looked at Lamb, and her facial expression was incredulous. Like, I had never seen that expression in her face. <laughs> I apologized profusely, and our med student, who's actually Carino at the time, like obligingly went to grab some tissues for the patient's wife to wipe her face. Um, but the show must go on. 
So as the patient's wife left the room to rinse off her face, we continued with the procedure. And luckily, it went smoothly thereafter. And then, of course, I apologized multiple more times, and then we left the room. And I just couldn't help but feel so embarrassed because I had finally gotten to this point where I felt comfortable and, you know, becoming comfortable with doing procedures as doctors is difficult. You go through so many things, the worrying about the patient, trying to seem like you know what you're doing, knowing how to troubleshoot if things don't go to plan, keeping the patient calm, and then on top of everything, remembering every step that you have to do. And I finally felt comfortable with all those things, and then this embarrassing thing happened. So that evening, I stopped by the patient's room to check on him um, before I left the hospital for the evening. And when I walked into the room, he was sitting comfortably, he was reading a book, his wife had left um, to go home for the evening. And when I asked him how he was doing, he gave me this great big smile. And I was like expecting to have like an awkward interaction where I again apologized multiple more times. And then he said, um, he said that he'd been bursting into laughter all day thinking about what happened. <laughs> and he said to me, um, the expression on all of your faces was priceless, and it took all of my self-control to not burst out laughing when it happened. And then we just laughed together, and it was such a lovely moment. It was a time when both of us forgot that I was his doctor and he was my patient, and we just shared a funny moment together. So, again, I don't know why this is choking me up, but for some reason it is. Um, the humanity of patients had been something that I used to be acutely aware of as a medical student. But it was also something that had faded into the distance as I started to feel more adept at my job. And I think a few reasons caused that to happen to us, you know, Sometimes it's just too hard to experience those emotions when you're feeling when you're fully empathizing with your patients and other times it's just too hard when you're taking care of patient after patient to remember them based on their human characteristics rather than their diagnoses. So this embarrassing blunder and our subsequent laughter brought back just enough of that empathetic caring med student together with the competent professional doctor that I'm starting to become. Okay.